0: Today on the Bourbon Bites Podcast, I'm reviewing Fortuitous Union, a blend of rum and rye whiskey, and talking about some whiskeys coming soon that you should keep an eye out for. everyone and welcome to the bourbon bites podcast I'm your host Clifton and today we have a very very interesting whiskey that I will be reviewing or I guess I can't call it a whiskey right it is a whiskey that's been blended with rum trust me I'll get into it it's it's, it's a weird one <laughs> so first off I have to give a shout out to our good friend Swan um, Swan TBF on Instagram he sent me the sample as soon as he mentioned that this existed I knew I wanted to try it so huge huge shout out to Swan he is a Patron of the show, one of the newest patrons actually, Um, and he's been a supporter the whole time. So, thank you so much, Swan. I have no idea what to expect from this one, but let me tell you all about it. So, this is called Fortuitous Union and it's from Rolling Fork Spirits. So, the story behind this is actually kind of funny. So, Rolling Fork actually focuses on bringing a bunch of different types of rum to the US market um, and they also do some finishing of the rum on site as well. And with this bottle, they had just spent six years finishing a 12-year-old rum from Trinidad in bourbon casks when a warehouse worker transferring it to a steel tank didn't realize that the tank still contained 5-year-old MGP rye whiskey. Uh, so they called it the Fortuitous Union or F-U for short, aka F-Up. <laughs> so this sounds very similar to kind of what happened with Wild Turkey Forgiven. Um, it's happened to a couple of other brands, um, but they thought it was, you know, just an awesome combination. They Decided to release it. This comes in at 51.5% ABV, um, which is 103 proof. So officially this is labeled as a distilled spirit specialty because it's it's kind of a combo. So, uh, But it is a Trinidad rum blended with a five-year-old rye whiskey. So age statement-wise, I mean, technically it's five-year rye, but it's also a 12-year rum. We don't know the mash bill, but we do know it's about 75% or more rum and then 25% or less rye. And MSRP on this one is $65. So the only thing remotely similar to this I've had was the Caribbean Rum Rye from uh, <laughs> from Basil Hayden. I don't know if you guys saw that bottle. It came out a few years back. Um, but they actually blended rye whiskey with a rum. And I thought that was way too sweet. I was not a fan of that. Now, to be fair, that was intentional. So this was a bit accidental, or so they say. You know, it could have been intentional too. Um, but let me let me look at that one real quick just to see how it compares. Yeah, so the Basil Hayden Caribbean Reserve Rye. Is an experiment combining rye whiskey with a touch of rum. So they actually blended in that black strap rum. Um, now, I'll, I'll be fair, I have not had that bottle in years. I didn't love it, but you know, it is low proof. This one is coming in at 51.5% ABV, so maybe the the proof will actually help it out. Um, it's also Trinidad rum. I'm not super familiar with that flavor profile. I love a good Barbados rum. Sometimes I'm in the mood for like a Jamaican rum, but I'm pretty new to rum. I love it as a category, honestly. If I wasn't a Whiskey person I would be a rum person because rum is such a diverse and interesting category and I love rum cocktails as well so um, I'm very very excited to try this fortuitous union so let's go and get it poured wow the color on that's so weird <laughs> it's kind of like red tinted it's kind of got like a like a dull copper kind of note um, but it's definitely more red red hued than I expected let's go and give it a nose Ooh, okay, <laughs> that's definitely rum-focused. Like we said, 75% rum, so that's the first thing that jumps out of this glass. It's kind of, um, it's not funky like a Jamaican, at least on the nose. It's more of like the molasses, the brown sugars, the really sweet rum notes. Um, sometimes I really enjoy. Rum is one of those things that I'm like, kind of like, ugh, I'm so particular about because I've had some incredible rums from like Foursquare, Barbados, that region. I mean, I think I love that. I love that they don't add sugar. It's just a natural, like, unchill filtered cast rum. I do know there are other brands that, you know, tend to, you know, put the sugar back into it and they, they do add the sweetness um back into the rum. I'm not the biggest fan of those. Uh, just based on experience, I know that some of the ones that are good for cocktails, like there's an overproof rum that I just picked up, Lemon Heart Rum 151, um, and that one does have that sweetness too, but I mean that proof really kind of <laughs> kind of you know makes up for the fact that it's a bit sweeter, but um, this does smell sweet on the nose, I don't know for sure if they, they've added the sugars back into the rum, um, but when I try to search for those rye notes, it's kind of interesting. We do know that this rum was finished in bourbon barrels for six months before they actually blended in the rye whiskey. So I do get a bit of that oak, um, which at first I was like, oh, that's from the rye. But, you know, it could just be from the bourbon finish or the fact that this is a 12-year-old rum. It kind of reminds me a bit of, like, a little bit of, like, a um brandy. And my mind goes to Copper and Kings. They have one called Butchertown Brandy, which I believe is an apple brandy. Um, that one is so bourbon-like and so whiskey-like, but it's a brandy. It has those sweeter, fruitier notes. And this kind of is reminiscent of that, but, man, that's, that's super interesting on the nose. It actually smells like a cocktail. Now that it's opened up a bit, it's not as sweet as when I first um, gave it a nose. But this one's so interesting, I'm going to have to taste this before I can judge it. So, cheers, guys. Let's go ahead and taste it. Ooh, okay. Again, not what I expected. It's not nearly as sweet as it smelled. I think I think the, the nose of the, the rum was shining through, but on the palate, it's similar to like a brandy. It does have kind of like a little bit of like a, like an orange zest kind of note on it. Definitely fruit forward. There is a lot of oak though on the finish and a bit of spice on the finish that has to be coming from that rye whiskey. It's It definitely shows its proof. I mean, at 51.5, I honestly would probably guess it's a little bit higher proof, which y'all know. I love high proof whiskey, so <laughs> I understand that's a good thing for me. For rum, I usually find rum to have a nicer mouthfeel especially the the castrant higher end rums um, this is a little thin it makes it up in the spiciness though on the back of the palate um, and like the kind of like lingering molasses not super sweet molasses it's kind of like a more dulled molasses mid palate um, but wow that's that's actually a really nice pour It's definitely not funky, like a Jamaican rum up front. It has a little bit of that tropical note, kind of like the the banana, not like fake banana, but more of like a mushy, like a little bit overripe banana kind of note. Um, But it's definitely that mingled with like tropical fruits, and again, still some of that orange zest up front. Very, very fruity up front. Mid-palate is kind of that brown sugar molasses, and then on the finish, spice, it's kind of a short finish, but it has a really nice like warming, like spicy sensation on the back end, and it does linger in the back of the throat a bit, Um, not necessarily like a Kentucky hug, like. It's not like lingering down the throat, but it kind of sticks to the back of the tongue. So, you know, I said short finish. I would probably say medium finish when you take that into account. But I got to say, I am a fan of Fortuitous Union. Now, this was a limited release, and, you know, it, some people say it, it's gimmicky, right? It's it's like, oh, it was an accident. I don't know for sure. I'm taking their word for it, kind of like Wild Turkey, <laughs> forgiven. But honestly, for $65, this is such a unique spirit, and it's it's actually pretty dang good. So, yeah, I'm a fan of this. This is a winner in my book. Thank you again, Swan, for this sample. I'm going to sip on this a bit more while I get into some new releases that I'm so excited for. Um, This is going to be a very whiskey-centric episode. I know sometimes I mix in the gaming news, but there are so many TTB labels that have kind of leaked a bit um, that I have to talk about because some of these have got me really excited. As always, huge shout out to coming whiskey on Instagram. He is always the first to upload these and share these with the whiskey community um if it wasn 't for him, I mean, I could look it up myself, but he makes it so easy for us and he's also you know he, he's a supporter of the show um, he likes myself on Instagram, so um definitely follow coming whiskey all credit goes to them for for these 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 labels that i 'm looking at here. Well, since we're talking about Wild Turkey Forgiven, I think the first one worth mentioning is Wild Turkey Unforgotten. So this is the label for the next Wild Turkey Master's Keep. It is a blend of Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey and rye whiskeys finished in a rye cask. So very, very similar to the Forgiven um but this is of course the master's keep it's probably got a good bit more age on it it comes in at 105 proof and that's about it that's all i know about it so far again this is just the label from the ttb website um, as someone that tried a sample of Forgiven and, and really enjoyed it, I am excited for this release. I, I would kind of wish it carried some sort of an age statement or something that made us a little more excited for it. I love when these older, like these LEs have age statements or at least some info in terms of like what actually went into it. Because we know it's a bourbon and we know it's a rye and we know it's finished in rye cask. Which, by the way, finishing bourbon and rye in a rye barrel is interesting in itself. And I'm really curious to see how that will express itself Um, but if you are a fan of Forgiven, I think this is definitely one that you need to keep an eye out for. It's so, uh, it's definitely reminiscent of that one, and is Forgiven discontinued? Am I am I crazy? I've only seen Forgiven ever on the shelves um, in Austin, Texas, where um, when I went to, for the Bastards Ball meetup uh, last year, that was the first time I ever saw Forgiven on the shelves. So let me know, is that discontinued? If so, it's interesting that they decided to make this a Masters keep. Maybe it's the old stocks of Forgiven, you know? Never know. <laughs> well, I think you keep an eye out for more information on that, but I thought that was kind of relevant to uh, throw in there first. Um, and I'm just going to go with the flow. We were just talking about Austin, Texas. Texas. Still Austin has a brand new label for a four-grain bourbon whiskey. Um, I mentioned on a previous podcast they have just started releasing their rye whiskey, um, which we got a little sneak preview of that um, when we were down there in October. Um, But this is a blend of their rye, corn, wheat, and malted barley mash bills. Uh, The mash bill is actually 68% white corn, 15% rye, 13% wheat, and 4% malted barley. Um, And according to the label, it says, For this one-of-a-kind release, we've enlisted the incomparable team at Fort Lonesome to create this beautifully detailed handmade fabric label with a removable chain-stitched patch. But this release is more than just a pretty face. The spirit inside this bottle is a product of only two barrels, distilled from a lively combination of white corn, rye, wheat, and malted barley. This whiskey weaves together the exceptional beauty both inside and out. Um, So, by the way, this is aged at least two years old. um, So, it's not necessarily their oldest stock. Now, their label, I I only have a a preview of the front of it. It's just kind of like their bird logo on the front. It's like a blue label with gold writing. I don't really see the chain stitch patch they're talking about. Maybe it's a patched version of the bird, which would be really cool. But, I mean, I am such a fan of Still Austin's whiskey. Um, both their bourbon, their cashmere bourbon, and their rye that we tried at the distillery. They, For some reason, they are the most, I guess, approachable Texas whiskey. A lot of Texas whiskey has a bit of, like, a Texas funk, I like to describe, that it comes from those, like, hyper-aging barrels because of the Texas heat. This, though, it's Still Austin has always maintained a very bourbon-lover flavor profile. Um, So I'm very, very excited to see what this four-grain whiskey is all about. No idea about release. I still haven't seen the rye out here. Um, Actually, I don't think I've even seen Still Austin out here. I've heard, I know when I interviewed Chris Seals on my YouTube channel, he did mention they are going to expand their distribution uh, to places like Southern California. I think even they had a deal with Total Wine coming soon, so we should see it around the country. But I'm not sure how limited this new four-grain release is. But needless to say, I'm very, very excited for that one. Another one I'm super excited for, based on my past experience with other releases, is the Remus Gatsby Reserve. Now, this will likely be a bottle that none of us really see. This is a 15-year-old straight bourbon whiskey at Cast Strength. Um, it's their 2022 limited edition release. Um, now I don't know for sure. Is this replacing the Remus reserve? Cause this is Remus Gatsby reserve, same bottle shape. It seems, um, but it is a 15 year old release, which you know, that's a 15 year old MGP. They're saying this celebrates the release of great Gatsby a century ago. Um, well, definitely 15 year old MGP is definitely something of legends. It's some of the most prized, um, uh, distillate coming out. You know, a bunch of different distilleries are releasing this similar distillate, um, I know Smoke Wagon has some single barrels that are really, really well-aged. Um, there's, there's other brands doing the same thing. So I imagine that this bottle is going to go for so much money. Um, it's probably also going to be nearly impossible to find. Um, But needless to say, I'm very, very excited for it. I've never had an MGP that old. I've had it in blends, like the last Remus Repeal Reserve, Batch 5. It was incredible, by the way. Um, As well as 3 and 4. I think Batch 5, I thought I liked best, but then I did it on a blind flight on YouTube. And it did not come out on top. So check out my YouTube channel uh, for more on that. YouTube.com slash Bourbon Bites. By the way, patrons just got a little preview of all the incredible guests coming on the channel soon. I have guests locked in for pretty much every week up until June, um, with a couple exceptions there, but some really awesome brand reps, some master blenders, some owners and founders of different companies. It's going to be a great time. If you are not yet supporting me on Patreon, this would be an incredible month to do so, because um, I really do credit my patrons for making this possible. I mean, I I wouldn't be able to put in as much time and effort as I do if I, you know, wasn't being supported as much as you guys support me, so this is all thank you to patrons. Um, I'm super, super excited, so if you want to see a preview of that for as little as $2 a month. You can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash bourbon bites. With that, let's go and move on to some of these other new releases that I'm so excited for. Next up is another collaboration. I love when brands do this, but this is one that may sound familiar, but it's definitely different. So High West has put out a new product that they are calling The Prisoner's Share. So this is a blend of straight whiskeys finished in the Prisoner Red Blend Wine Casks, um, which, you know, another brand called Barcelona Bourbon Company did something very similar. Um, now that was, you know, Tennessee whiskey that was finished in the, those Prisoner Casks. I assume with this being High West, it's most likely going to be Indiana whiskey Um, taking a quick look at the back label it just says a distinctive blend of aged straight rye and straight bourbon whiskeys finished in the prisoner red wine casks to highlight the sophisticated notes of raspberry jam, toasted mahogany creme brulee, black pepper, cherry cola and french oak spice decadent, indulgent unforgettable uh, I, love, I love that description. It kind of, it, it, it kind of, it, it either teeters on the BS meter or like the tingle, like tingles at the back of your neck meter. It's kind of falls somewhere in the middle of that. <laughs> but um, anyways, I, I do love High West finished products, especially like Midwinter's Night Dram. It does say that there is some rye whiskey blended in here as well, so it's not a bourbon. It's actually a blend of straight whiskeys. So um, very excited to see if that comes out. It seems to probably, based on High West, you know, other releases, it may be a distillery only release. We might have to reach out to our Utah friends. Uh, to get a bottle or a sample of those i'm talking to you Adriana and nick (laughs) but no seriously it sounds really interesting i'm I'm very curious to see how that one will come out Um, it seems a lot of people are really excited for that one as well and lastly, one that came out a few weeks back I actually didn't have a chance to talk about it This is Jack Daniel's Twice Barreled American Single Malt So this is the follow-up to the Koi Hill release that came out last year um, This is the 2022 Special Edition Maybe one of many, I'm not sure But this is a American Single Malt Whiskey that is Oloroso Sherry Cask Finish It says crafted from 100% malted barley Twice barreled for a complex taste And bottled straight from the finest Oloroso Sherry casks. Um, so the sample label says 108 proof i'm not sure if that's just a placeholder or it's consistent um, but it is a limited bottle number so it's maybe not a single barrel release but it does seem to be a very very limited release um, I am excited. I have tried Jack Daniel's Malt Whiskey. It was um, a bit, you know, youthful, for sure. I'm hoping that this coming in at, at Castrant is going to be a little bit more age on it. Um, but yeah, American Single Malts is kind of a quickly growing category, and it's super interesting to see Jack Daniel's jump into that world. It's so different from what we're used to from them. If it's anywhere nearly as delicious as their barrel-proof rye and bourbons have been, especially the Koi Hill releases, by the way, if y'all missed the podcast a couple weeks ago, I did a Flight of three different hazmat Koi Hill releases. Actually, that wasn't a couple weeks ago. (laughs) That was last week. Um, Wow, look at me getting behind on my own podcast. But yeah, if y'all missed last week's episode, please listen to it after this. It was so much fun doing that with a few friends in my local group. Um, But we are all, we've all grown to become Jack Daniels fans, um, at least in my local group. I see that a lot on Discord as well. And I think a lot of people are really excited for this release. Um, I'll look at some comments here. ASM Podcast says, ah, damn it. My brain just pulled a hammy. So many questions. (laughs) I'm right there with you, ASM. Um, and then KY Waterman says, I'm shocked by this. Would not have guessed Jack would have been working on this. Me either. Bourbon Seeker says, American Single Malt from Jack Daniels? Probably going to have to sell my kidneys to afford the secondary on this one. Well, hopefully, you know, I, I, I had a lot of friends able to grab the Koi Hill release. I was not one of those friends. Thankfully, they share samples. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I hope to get my hands on this or at least try it because it seems so interesting. So please let me know if you guys are ex- excited about this one or any of the other releases as I am let me know on discord which one is your favorite one that you are excited to get your hands on or try to at least um but yeah keeping it pretty short this week thank y'all so much for listening in if you have any suggestions for topics on this podcast feel free to shoot me an email contact at bourbonbytes.com or let me know on our bourbon and whiskey gaming lounge discord server which you can find at bourbonbytes.com always looking for suggestions or things you want to hear my opinions on and make sure to leave me a rating on your favorite podcast platform if possible um really does mean a lot whether it's a thumbs up it's a five star or a review if you leave a review i'm happy to read it out on the next episode but most of all i really just appreciate y'all listening so thank you for tuning in this has been the bourbon bites podcast a whiskey podcast with a gaming twist i'm clifton cheers and i'll talk to you next episode